A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Friday, February 19th. The city of Poughkeepsie police memorialized the 10th anniversary of the line of duty death of Detective John Falcone on Thursday afternoon. A domestic dispute that police responded to resulted in the officer being fatally shot near the Poughkeepsie train station shortly after 1 o'clock on February 18, 2011. He was posthumously promoted to detective. City police were joined by neighboring police agencies and Poughkeepsie firefighters on the snowy Thursday for a wreath-laying ceremony at the site where Falcone perished. The city of Poughkeepsie policemen had responded to a domestic incident in which Jessica Welsh had been murdered by her estranged husband, Lee Welsh. Falcone responded, and a struggle ensued between himself and the perpetrator. Falcone suffered a fatal gunshot wound. Lee Welsh then turned the gun on himself and took his own life. When the Sullivan County Legislature last month took no action to discipline legislator Luis Alvarez following a county board of ethics finding that he had engaged in inappropriate conduct toward a county employee, the lawmakers discussed the role and qualifications of the ethics board members. That raised the ire of board chairman John Kiefer, who addressed the legislature during Thursday's session. It generated, degenerated to an indictment of the ethics board. And if the ethics board doesn't have the backing and support of this body, then I think you have to consider, do you want an ethics board? Do you want one at all for the county? Or should it be maybe delegated to the state or someplace else? I don't know. Lawmakers kicked around the idea of abolishing the board but agreed not to do so. Ulster County Executive Patrick Ryan has asked the governor for the state to activate a joint vaccination site at the current county-led point of dispensing location at the Kate Walton Fieldhouse at Kingston High School. Ryan said through the proposed partnership, the county would have the capacity to vaccinate 50,000 people a month and could vaccinate all residents in two to three months once adequate supply is available. Presently, the nearest state-run facilities for Ulster residents are located in Albany and Westchester. It's absolutely critical that we here in Ulster County and in the the Mid-Hudson region have a a state, or in this case, a joint site that is closer to uh, and more accessible for our residents, especially our residents uh, for whom it's just not possible to go to Westchester or Albany, or I know in many cases uh, near the Canadian border or or other far-flung parts of the state. This week, the governor announced vaccination sites would be operating in March in Buffalo, Rochester, Albany, and Yonkers. The coronavirus pandemic, which hit the region about a year ago, forced municipalities to reinvent themselves abruptly, and in Middletown, the city employees snapped into action immediately. Mayor Joseph DiStefano complimented not only city workers, but the community at large, first responders, and everyone who continues to pitch in as we fight the virus and its impact on our lives. In his annual State of the City address, delivered online, Stefano expressed confidence that Middletown will continue to progress. Our city continues to grow and our diversity continues to lead the way for continued success. Our city became more resilient in 2020, and I feel comfortable that as we bounce back in 2021, and we will, Middletown will continue to offer inclusive opportunities for all of our residents in a safe and sound environment. Stefano said in spite of the pandemic, projects move forward in Middletown from infrastructure to business and economic development.
The seven-year-old boy who died in Newburgh over a week ago was Peter Caucus, sources told Mid-Hudson News. The child, who was a second grader at Temple Hill Elementary School in New Windsor, was brought to Montefiore St. Louis Cornwall Hospital in Newburgh on Wednesday, February 10th in a private vehicle. He was pronounced dead, and investigators continue to remain mum on the child's name or circumstances surrounding his death. The morning of the child's passing, Newburgh City Police had converged on a department building at 135 William Street, where it's believed he was prior to being rushed to the hospital. The city of Newburgh has two banking institutions within its borders, both of which are on the city limits. There have been none in the downtown Broadway corridor in recent years, but that will change shortly. Rhinebeck Bank has announced it will open a new branch at 456 Broadway in the former Citizens Bank facility. Mayor Torrance Harvey said bringing a bank back to the business corridor, especially in these COVID-19 times, shows confidence in the city. Having a bank in our city like Rhinebeck Savings is, is huge. It, it, lets, it lets the world know that Newburgh is open for business. Newburgh is, is revitalizing, and we are doing things um, to improve our city no matter what. Rhinebeck Bank President Michael Quinn said they're opening an office in Newburgh because it's an underserved area that has a lot of potential in it. Senator James Scoofus and Assemblyman Jonathan Jacobson have introduced legislation to close a loophole in existing law and prohibit sex offenders from living within 1,000 feet of a child care provider, a preschool, or any place where pre-kindergarten or kindergarten instruction is provided. The legislation comes in response to the current placement of released high-risk sex offenders being temporarily housed at Orange Lake Motel in the town of Newburgh, a few hundred feet away from a child care center. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com.